You're listening to Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 61 with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Balanced Living Weekly podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And from the Netherlands, I am Father Roderick. And we are here each and every week to share with you our own journey in pursuing a more balanced and healthy lifestyle. And of course, we also like to focus on what's going on with the community at large. And I am very delighted this week because you guys have responded by calling our voicemail feedback hotline. And we're going to get to hear from three of you. And uh, we've also got plenty of things going on. I've got some even more exciting things to share about my own journey but I'm going to save that for a little bit later and find out what's going on in Father Roderick's part of the world. What's going on? <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. It's Spring has sprung. It, it's sunny outside. We've got blue skies. And so this is the perfect workout weather. I am so enjoying my runs. And, uh, and, and, and what a difference with just a couple of weeks ago when it was all cold and, and windy and, and I just didn't like it working out. I had to, and I had to force myself, but it, the springtime makes it so much easier and so much more enjoyable. And it's also uh, having a huge impact, um, mentally. I just feel elated and, and I'm, I'm smiling all the time. I'm, I'm way more optimistic. Um, so I guess the winter blues is definitely out of the window and, and, uh, that is helping in every area of my life. That is awesome to hear. And in fact, spring has sprung here, although uh, that spring got broken. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. Uh, let me it tell you, <laughs> it sprung right back. Uh, so basically what happened here was we woke up to 73 degree weather the other day and I'm out there walking just like you. It's like, wow, I have this newfound energy to get out and get physical activity in. And, and it just reminded me of, of how when I first started this out in, in, a, in one of these springs uh, like two years ago and, and just really how the, the beautiful weather, the birds chirping and singing and the ducks flying overhead and, and all that other wonderful stuff, just how much I enjoyed my walking back then. And uh, so we had a couple of days, it was in the upper 60s, then even in the 70s. And uh, I'm not sure, I, I think it's probably like 38 degrees outside this morning. Or this afternoon. Wow. Yeah. That's a pretty big drop. Yeah. It dropped 30 degrees within a one uh, or within a couple hours period of time. So that it's kind of crazy here. So, but so, so you're out there, you're walking. uh, What about the birds? The birds, the birds are chirping out there and everything. The birds are burping. <laughs> no, yeah, the birds are definitely waking me up early in the morning, which is great because I, uh, I'm, I'm trying to uh, dial back my uh, waking time. I want to wake up earlier and I have to because it's, you know, it's light very early. We have not yet switched to, uh, what is it, uh, summertime. Daylight so- savings time, you mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever you call that over there in the United States. <laughs> uh, for some reason, the United States switches back to uh, or, or leaves daylight savings time uh, two weeks earlier than we do. Um, and so it's still it's already very light early in the morning. And I wake up by the sound of the birds because of the birds are woken up by the sun. And um, the only thing that I have not yet accomplished is to actually uh, force myself to go to bed earlier. 
Uh, I'm still. I, I guess it's because it's such wonderful weather, and I, and I tend to really enjoy the evenings as well. And so um, the other day, I was listening to the latest episode of Jillian Michaels' podcast, which was again excellent. What a great, 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 funny, informative show that is! And they were talking about uh, what gives people energy, mm-hmm. and I think uh, she had her physician on the show. And and one of the big t- uh, topics that they that they mentioned was of course the importance of sleep and how much sleep is important for the uh, generation of this growth hormone. And uh, if you don't sleep enough or you have bad quality sleep, um, you just um, you, you miss out on that hormone, <laughs> and that is uh, having all sorts of nasty effects. Uh, and so I, I I'm still. I try to kind of find my rhythm when it comes to sleep. And, and, and uh, I, I guess that if I sleep a little bit more, I'll probably also uh, recover more from my runs because this past weekend um, on Sunday, and this was the scariest thing since the beginning of this year, I had to go on a 20-mile run. And uh, I, I had skipped all the training for a week and a half. Because I was tired, because I don't know, I was working too much. I just didn't feel like running. And so totally unprepared, I all of a sudden, after more than a week and a half without running one single minute, I I had to do the 20 miles because I'm I'm approaching the 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 race day, which is gonna be on the second day of Easter. And so you have to do these long distances. And so with a lot of trepidation, I started that that 20 mile run. And it was a beautiful Sunday. It was just fantastic weather. I decided to go straight after church to just, I just ate two bananas, big mistake, Uh skipped lunch, and then I started running. And the first 10 miles, I felt like I was on cloud nine. It was so awesome. And I just had this big grin on my face. like, this is runner's high. I am just going to run a full marathon today. That's how good I feel. (laughs) Oh, no. And then at mile 10... My uh, GPS tracking program crashed and it oh. lost track of the of the satellite. And I tried to fire it up again. And I was just standing still for 10 minutes trying to get that application running again. And I failed. And then I started the second half of the 20-mile run. And man, that was just one bag of hurt. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that was horrible. Not enough food, right? Oh, not enough fuel, not enough food. Um, and I think that the fact that you just stand still for 10 minutes after, you know, such such a strong run, your body just locks up. And, and the, it was just, I couldn't move my legs anymore. And then it took me three days to recover from that. And I think the fact that I didn't sleep enough also contributed to the fact that I had these sore muscles and I didn't recover that well. So hopefully this next weekend... I'm going to be a little bit wiser and I'm going to take it easier and have lunch before I go on a workout. Well, I certainly hope that you also get that, er, you know, that earlier to bed thing going, you know, down as well. Cause I, I tell you, that's the one thing that I think is really going to help you to, to continue to maintain as well. I think so too. But you know, I was reading this um, article on um, the use of technology and sleep. And one of the things that they, apparently discovered is that a lot of young people nowadays don't sleep very much or don't they don't get eight hours of sleep because they are reading on their iPads and they are playing video games and then they go to bed. And and, and I've noticed the same thing that I'm, I'm often reading uh, 
uh, books on my iPad before I go to bed. Mm. And it's and I I turn off the light, and so the only light source in the room or in my sleeping room is this big, you know, this this iPad with all that light. And I notice that if I if I turn it off, um, I'm still I'm very much awake. And I have a hard time falling asleep, and I wonder if if it's not caused by this bright shining light of my of my iPad. Now I know that you have a Kindle as mm-hmm. well. So yes. do you in the evening? Do you still you know read stuff on your iPad, or do you switch to a Kindle? Is there any difference? I gave up reading on my Kindle or on my iPad as soon as I got my Kindle. And as a matter of fact, it's one of the reasons why I purchased the Kindle is because the the iPad um, with the backlight was starting to strain my eyes. And and it w- would give me a headache if I would do it for more than twenty or thirty minutes. So um, yeah, I actually still take my Kindle sometimes. I will I will lay down and have you know prop up a couple pillows and I'll turn out all the lights and I got the Kindle and I have the official Kindle leather cover with the light built in. It's the only light, reading light or reading lamp that I think is worth using on the Kindle. You know the all those little clamp on ones and uh-huh. stuff like that. They they don't cover the the entire page very well. And How does it work? You have a a cover and there's a a light. Is it is like a a light bulb or is it something sticking out? Or? It, it is. It sticks out. Basically, the leather case is such that when you, when the things close, it looks just like a regular book. And you open it up, and it's it, it's a very nicely constructed case, and it should be because I think it costs like forty or fifty dollars. But anyway, it's <gasps> like the price of a Kindle nowadays. Yeah, well, the thing is, is it, it's definitely worth it. I would buy it over again if I had to. So. And what you do is when you open it up, um, you just extend the light out of the top right hand corner and it and it clicks right into place and it gives the best light over the entire screen and uh, it just works beautifully. Not only that, but it doesn't require batteries because it actually uh, clamps into the little holes on the side of the Kindle 3. And uh, there are little metal connectors in there that actually allow you to run the light off the battery power. Oh really? Of the Kindle and the, and even with the use of it. And by the way, I use I use the light because I re, I wake up in the morning about five o'clock to do my reading of scriptures and I read it on the uh, on the Kindle. And even in the morning with the kitchen light on, I still use the light from the Kindle. And um, with that, I I would say it's taken my battery life down from thirty days to probably about twenty five days. <laughs> That's not a big deal. No, not at all. I wonder. I'm I'm starting to really consider getting a Kindle because uh, I I just don't like all that light in my face in the in the evening. Um, and and another reason is that uh, uh, two weeks ago I was on the beach and uh, I was filming and we had to film something off the screen of an iPad. You cannot see anything. There's just so much glare, and there, the light source of the iPad is not strong at all. Mm-hmm. And so it was almost mm-hmm. as if the thing was off. I couldn't believe it. There was just no way. If this, if it's a sunny day and you're trying to read outside, forget about it. It's impossible on the iPad. Well, I want to tell you, I would recommend that you check out uh, gspn.tv Kindle 3 Review. And that's uh, gspn. Okay. It's gspn.tv Kindle, K-I-N-D-L-E, the number three and the word review all together, one word. And I actually have my full reviews of why I purchased the Kindle. And uh, I, I tell you, I, I have not given an update. I probably should update that blog 
just with how I've, uh-huh. you know, what my results are now, I, I don't know how long I've had it, but it's, it's got to be, an, it has to have been at least six months or so now. And I have, well, let's just say this, on the Kindle 3, I've read the entire New Testament since the first of this year. I read the entire wow. the entire autobiography of George Mueller in less than two weeks. I've read several books from the Twilight series in the Kindle 3, I've, and not to mention a, a handful of other books. I've read more books, per, just read more books since I've owned my yeah. Kindle than I've read since I, I graduated from college, or not, I didn't graduate from college, but since I've been in college, since I went to college. Wow. So, so it's, yeah. Is it, is it lighter than the iPad? Oh, it's, it, it, it weighs nothing compared to the iPad. In fact, oh, the Kindles that, oftentimes, that's, that's not a problem with the iPad. Yeah, it is. And the Kindles oftentimes lighter than a book. Huh? So. Wow. Okay. Well, before this turns into a tech show, let's yeah, know, go back know, to, uh, <laughs> to fitness. How yes. are you doing? Well, I tell you, I am very excited about um, this. I, I, I talked about my scale and told you how that was motivating me. Yeah. It, it, is, it is still having the same effect. The fact I am weighing in every single day now. And that, that, believe it or not, has really got myself holding myself accountable to this. Now, of course, one of the things that I did set up is every time I step onto the scale, there is no getting, there's no getting it back. It immediately updates my lose it application. And so if you're a friend of mm-hmm. mine on lose it, if it says that I, you know, Cliff just stepped on the scale and, and the scale has just told him he's gained a half a pound or lost a pound or whatever, it, you're going to hear it. there. I mean, I can't, I can't stop it from happening unless I go in and manually turn that off. And so knowing that <laughs> and the fact that I'm going to get on, yeah, there may be a day when you see that, yeah, it looks like for whatever reason, Cliff stepped on the scale and there's no reason for it really, but he's up, you know, six tenths of a pound. I, that doesn't bother me, but mm-hmm. it, it definitely is still motivating me because I have this group of people that I want to hold me accountable and it has really got me focused on making sure that I'm up to date on my calorie counting and I am getting my physical activity in. Um, and there are a couple things I want to share with you that, that are why I'm so excited today because you guys have heard me over the winter time. I've really been struggling and, and it got as bad as, you know, when I went on the cruise, I had gained eight pounds. So on February 21st, I was up to 231 pounds. All right. Since the cruise, I'm, I think I'm not two nine. 18.4. I've lost 11.6 pounds since uh, February 21st, and that's just one month ago. Way to go. So awesome. Lost a, huh. 11.6. Now, check this out. Yesterday, I went for a total of three walks. I, I walked in the morning because th- th- it was like dangerously close how how bad these storms were supposed to roll in yesterday. And so I went for a three-mile walk by myself in the morning. During the afternoon, Stephanie and I uh, had some time alone and I asked her, I said, do you want to go for a walk? And she said, yes. And I'm like, cool. So we went for a mile long walk. And then last night, it it never did. It never did end up storming as bad as what they were saying. And it was pretty nice out still. So our entire family of five walked 3.8 miles, I think. Last night, we went to we walked to the library and walked through a bunch of neighborhoods and came back. I walked a total of 8.2 miles yesterday 
and burned over 1,000 calories. Whoa. So that last night, check this out. Last night, I had, for the entire day, this is at 8 or 9 o'clock in the evening, I had eaten just over 1,200 and some odd calories. And at 9 o'clock in the evening, I told Stephanie, I could eat every single thing that I've eaten all day long today. I could Uh eat it all right now again and still be under my calories for the day. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? It was awesome. And I got on the scale this morning and it was, I don't know what it was. Well, I I think it was like down uh, like a pound and a half that I had lost. (laughs) Fantastic. So <laughs> I'm I'm experiencing some highs right now, but again, like I said, it the, the it it's snowing outside again. So it oh no, it, I know. <laughs> but uh, I I, th- I I think spring is here though, and and uh, you know I'm just gonna put the winter hat on and the scarf and the coat, and I'm gonna go out for a walk. It doesn't matter. I'm as long as as long as I can get out there and walk. I'm I'm motivated now. Awesome. Awesome. And it's so cool that I'm looking at your lose it page right now. And yeah, there is a, just a steady decline, uh, of, of your weight. And, uh, uh, it's actually, it's, it's all going to happen this year. If yeah. I'm correct. If I look at your goal mm-hmm. of losing 113 pounds, I mean, that's, we're talking biggest loser numbers here. Yep. <laughs> that's going to happen on November the 6th, right? That's that's the goal. That's it. That's if I stick with just losing two a week, and and at the pace yeah. that I'm going right now, I'm losing about five or six a week. But there might be some setbacks. In there the future. might be. Never know. There might there. be, and and I'm prepared for that. I've I've There's had that in the past. Barbecue weather at the horizon, so you never know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I'm very excited. I it, it just I it feels good to be back into the swing of things and. The lowest I ever was as I had gotten down to 210, and that was <laughs> May of last year. And so okay. I'm, I'm only 9.4 uh, miles, 9.4 pounds away from the lowest that I've ever been since I was a teen. And mm-hmm. uh, my goal is to get down to that as quickly as possible and then just keep on traveling right under 200. Oh, and uh, by the uh, way, my BMI... Yeah. Uh, when I started out, my BMI was 36 point something. Of course, you pro- probably know that anything over a BMI of 30 is obese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was 36 point something. And I'm going to pull up my iPhone right now. And I want to tell you just what, what the, and this, and then of course, this application that I'm looking in that tracks my BMI and everything is the Wything scale application that comes with this. And so I, I'm tracking everything, including my weight, but also my BMI. When I started out um, and first got the scale, this was Wednesday, March 16th. So was that last Wednesday? I think it was. Uh, uh, Yeah. So last Wednesday, I was at a BMI of 36.1. This morning, Mm -hmm. check this out. My BMI is 35.3. And so more, more than just my goal of watching my weight go down, I'm really concerned about my fat mass because I, I realize you're going to see my weight go up. I might actually gain, you know, eight tenths of a pound in muscle as a result of all the stuff that I'm doing. But my goal is to actually see my fat mass go down. And, uh, and, and as a result, my BMI will go down. So. Absolutely. Because that fat is, uh, is also around your vital organs. Yep. And so, uh, the, the lower you get that, the the healthier the the more the the better your body will work and 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 the the muscle tissue will only burn more calories so that's an ongoing muscle tissue continues to burn calories even if you're not exercising so the more you have of it 
the more efficient your weight loss will be. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. So you've been uh, watching The Biggest Loser. I'm I'm once yeah. again two episodes behind. So tell tell me what's going on with The Biggest Loser. Um, it's just a usual. Uh, they are mixing up the teams and then they put everybody together and everybody's the blue team all of a sudden. And then they regroup everyone into like four teams. And uh, one of, and this was kind of interesting, uh, this, this past week, episode 12, um, the, uh, they, they kind of redistributed everyone over various te- uh, teams. And then there was only one team that had two people instead of the other teams that all had three. And so they had, they could invite a, a, an eliminated player back. And uh, when I read the description of the episode, I was like, Oh, pfft. That's a no-brainer. They're going to bring in the, the really big guy, you know, the what was his name, David or uh, Daniel, or I forgot what his name was. The the really super big guy. Oh, yeah. I don't remember his name. Uh, anyway, I just, uh, um, yeah, I, I forgot it. <laughs> anyway, but, um, uh, but so I was pleasantly surprised that actually Arthur. this was not something that was forced in by the production that they was like, oh, we got to bring that, you know, that that one guy uh, back in because he's we had planned him as the poster child, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, no, actually, the, the 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 players themselves could decide, and so they brought in oh, what's his name, the father of one of the girls. Uh, oh, fourth or fifth episode. Um, uh, and uh, Jay, they're saying Jay. Oh, Jay. Okay. So they decided to bring him back because um, he was eliminated purely on the basis of gameplay. Um, so not on the basis of him not performing well, which I thought was great because it shows that. You know, people get a second chance and gameplay isn't everything. Uh, however, at the end of the episode, um, there, there was this one girl, uh, the the daughter of the Tonga guy, you know, the... Um, is there another Tongan guy on there? Yeah, yeah, there is. And so his daughter is done. She has reached her goal weight and this happened last week as well there was a another woman and she, she, heard, she went to see Dr... Uh, Isinga, Isinga, bless you. And uh, she, he, um, he told her basically, you have you have your goal weight. You're done here. And so, no wonder she got eliminated. Right. And so this girl also is done. I mean, she looks great. She's she has not much to gain anymore. Um, and so they tried to manipulate the weigh-in so that her team would be the lowest. Uh, in terms of uh, of weight loss, and then she uh, she would be voted out, which was exactly what they wanted, and it went haywire. So one of uh, the uh, the guys in her team uh, lost more than they than they thought he would, and so uh, the other one of the other teams had to eliminate uh, a player, and there were only nice people in there, and so it was a very dramatic turn of events, and then you know one of the guys just fell on the sword and sacrificed himself. It was it was good to see because it's um, again my impression was that uh, okay. Uh, there is there was a lot of gameplay, but what turns around come what comes around turns around, or you know, it, gameplay in the end never pays off, and you can never really control the game. You think you control the game, but there are so many twists and turns, and and uh, and even something as a way in, you can never really 
control that. It, 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 you're, you, you might think that, oh, if I drink uh, two gallons of water, I'm going to, you know, uh, be able to manipulate the scale, but then you might drink too much or too little, or you might have lost more than you thought you had lost. And so the, these contestants, of course, have no scale that they can step on during the week. So they have no idea how they, how well they are doing. Right. They're always surprises. And so they, I, I think they sorely regret it that they uh, tried to manipulate the game. And so, uh, but it was an occasion for the other guy to sacrifice himself and show, um, you know, that that he was not there for to win the game. He was, he was only there to to win his life back. And I really really enjoyed seeing um, the little clip at the end where they show how the contestant is doing now. Right. And it turns out that he has now he has turned into a personal trainer himself. Not not really qualified trainer, but he's helping lots of other people in his community to lose weight. And he uses his own what he was loved for at the ranch was that he was always trying to help other people always motivating them and and trying to get the best out of all these contestants which is something that you would think a trainer would do but he did it as even though he was part of the game right um and i think that's a that's a huge quality uh of someone if you can do that if if you realize that that life is is not just about you and that uh you can you can uh, take what you've learned when you found balance in your life that you can actually use that to help other people gain that same balance back. And uh, it's just great to see that the, the, the role he played at the ranch was something that he continued to to do at home with people around him. And uh, I think that guy is going to be, uh, he's going to be around for quite a while. And I think that we might see him back later on as a full-fledged trainer. And it's just one of these success stories of The Biggest Loser. So that was very inspiring. Very good. Very well, good. I'm looking forward to getting caught up on on those. I'll have to, I'll probably have to browse through, and I'll try not to do the whole purge and delete and stay caught up because I just don't <laughs> stay caught up. Hey, let's turn to some uh, folks in our GSPN. Or actually, not our GSPN. Our our <laughs> Balanced Living Weekly community. Um, so we've got uh, several different calls now. I'm going to play one call first, it, and, and unfortunately, I didn't preview the entire thing, but she didn't leave her name that I'm aware of. But let's see what she has to say here. Hello, Cliff. Um, I just wanted to let you know, uh, I was listening to an older show about, um, uh, actually it came up in discussion about what what you guys do while watching Biggest Loser. And I just wanted to let you know what I do. Um, I do jump roping. I work with a 20-pound kettlebell. Um, I try to do this for at least 15 to 20 minutes. Um, I do push-ups, I do like to do burpees and squat thrusts, which is just a burpee without the jumping up part of it. Um, I do various exercises while I watch The Biggest Loser. Um, I try to do it for at least a quarter of the show, like just like I said, the 20 minutes. And that actually burns a lot of calories. I wear a heart rate monitor and I burn between 150 and 200 calories depending on how intense I work out and that seems to work very well for me. Sometimes I'll do um, chair dips with the couch and then other times I usually I usually just sit down and watch it because other times I'm very active during the day. I will go to the gym. I'm a, long, a nurse in long-term care and I'm on my feet for at least 8 to 12 hours a day. Um, 
so I lead a pretty active life to begin with. I don't eat a bowl of chips, though. I usually Uh-oh, have Father like Roderick. a green <laughs> smoothie, which is just a blended salad, um, or I have a cup of a cup of um, iced tea or something like that. But I just don't want to sit down for the whole show and not do anything. And so when I'm watching it live, I will work out you know, during the commercials. Thank you. Have a nice day. Well, thank you for calling in. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, that other people out there are, are motivated to do something other than just sit in front of uh, the TV for two hours and watch The Biggest Loser with a bag of chips in their hand. <laughs> hey, do you know what a burpee is? A burpee. I've heard of a burpee before, but I don't know what it is right now. I, I've looked it up on Wikipedia because okay. I had no idea. I, I associate the word burping with something else than physical exercise. Um, it's a full body exercise, according to Wikipedia, used in strength training and as aerobic exercise. It's performed in five steps. Number one, begin in a standing position. All Two, right. drop into a squat position with your hands on the ground. Three, kick your feet back while lowering yourself without a push-up. Four, return your feet to the squat position while straightening your arms. Five, leap up as high as possible from the squat position with your arms overhead. I've, wow. I've seen those before. I've never heard it called a burpee before. Well, apparently there is a whole family of burpees. You can do the long jump burpee, the tuck jump burpee, the jump over burpee, the box jump burpee, the one arm burpee, the dumbbell burpee, the Parker burpee, the Hindu push up burpee, the burpee, the pull up burpee, the muscle up burpee, the, and the Hindu, double burpee. Did you just say the Hindu push up Barbie? Yeah. The Hindu push up. <laughs> we have our show title. Parker, put that down. The Hindu, the Hindu, what was it? Push up Barbie. Push up Burpee, but I think I said Barbie. <laughs> you did that, that, we have a show title for sure. Oh, I love it. <sighs> that was fun. Hey, Kettlebells in the living room in front of a TV. That sounds scary, though. That does sound scary. You need a good insurance for that. All right. I, I, I don't dare to do that. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's move over to Maggie and see what's going on in Maggie's world here. Hey, Cliff. It's Maggie from Northern Virginia. Um, yeah, you can put this in whichever show you want. It could probably go into about, like, three or four of them, so I'm just going to let you decide rather than me decide. <laughs> so I'm making you do some work. Um, I just wanted to kind of, I guess, um, just mention that, you know, you were talking about how your March um, A to Z podcasting thing, you're just like, oh, you know, I will get to 20 people and it will happen, and, it, you know, it did. Um, um, I'm starting, just started training for a half marathon, and kind of before I started officially, I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to do the half marathon, and whatever I can do, I'm going to do, you know, um, and if, but if I don't finish, I'll finish, you know, no, 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 but then, like, lately, I've just been like, no, I can do this, I can do, I can run a half marathon in three and a half, three and a half hours, at a 15 minute, 15 mile pace, because that's what you have to do to, because of traffic and what they've got for the roads, I guess, and I've just been saying, no, I can do it, and I can definitely do it, because today, for just in my first week of training, have done did a four mile um, run this morning, and I my pace was 14 minutes and 51 and 51 seconds. Hey, under 15 minutes, which is awesome. So I ran four miles in under um, in under 60 minutes, just under like 40 seconds under, but still under 60 minutes. And I only like walked um, like five minutes of the whole of this 
of the whole thing. So I was really cool, really proud of myself and just sort of like that whole, um, you know, just sort of saying that it will happen is definitely seems more, I don't know, is it empowering or um, just seems better than, um, than you know, just being wishy-washy about it, but just saying, hey, this will happen. So um, I hope everything is going great with you. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you, Maggie. That I, was cool. Yeah, making your goal as specific as possible definitely is a benefit to your overall. And having that goal out there and seeing the progress. I mean, I totally recognize what she says, whereas, you know, at first you, you, you run uh, and, a, and a mile seems to take forever. And then you, re, you start to realize, oh, wait a second, I can do this mile. I can do four miles and I can do one mile under 14 minutes. And then, you know, in, if you keep this up over in a, in a couple of months, you will be running that same mile in nine and a half minutes and you'll see how far you've come. And, and, and that's, that's super empowering. Indeed. And, 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 and actually not only that, but I love how she started out. It's like, you know, it's not just like, Oh, this is, this is something I want to achieve. I hope that I can do this and I'm, I'm going to try it, You know, it's like, no, this is something that is going to happen. It is something I will do. I believe that I can, and I am going to do what's necessary to make it happen. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, Father Reddick, it has been another wonderful week of catching up and seeing what's going on in our lives about our own pursuit of a more balanced and healthy lifestyle. I have not yet heard the most recent episode of Health and Holiness, which they can find at health.sqpn.com now, I think. Yep, that's it. That's right. And um, so I'm looking forward to listen to that. I just released an episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life, and you're not going to believe the title unless you've already seen it. Uh, no, I've not seen it yet. All right. It's episode number 493. Get this. The title is Margin Achieved Through Faith, uh-huh. Trust, and Provision. Sounds good. So... I don't know. I may, I may actually, I, I, I'm, I'm not even going to say that, that this is definitely going to happen. But, uh, you know, for the very, this is the first time that I could actually say living a balanced life instead of just pursuing it. Wow. That must feel great. Oh, out of this <laughs> world. It's, it's something you worked for to reach that balance. And it's, it's awesome. You know, I like that, it, that you show that it is possible to reach that balance, even though it might get off balance every once in a while. But, but balance is not just a dream at the horizon. Yep. It is something you can actually really accomplish. Indeed it is. And, uh, and I don't imagine that I'll always be balanced. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some things that'll come my way that'll throw me off kilter. But hey, you know what? No, knowing, some, knowing what it feels like to live a balanced life will give me something to always strive for. Exactly. It's, uh, it's something you should celebrate and it's something that will be, might become another goal in the future. If you, if you lose it during a period in your, in your life, you at least know what it feels like. And so that becomes a very positive motivator for the future. Indeed. Well, I appreciate you, Father Roderick, and I appreciate everybody else out there who calls in and lets us know what's going on in their life. You can do that by giving us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline. That phone number is 859-795-4067. Again, that's 
859-795-4067. Of course, if you're too shy to call in on our voicemail feedback hotline, we encourage you to go to balancedlivingweekly.com and uh, you can leave us a comment there and we'll respond. Both Father Roderick and I read those and we love hearing your feedback there as well. Father Roderick, anything else you want to plug before we uh, run out of music here? Uh, no, just go check out sqpn.com. That's where you find all my stuff and more. All his stuff and more. sqpn.com stands for the Star Quest Production Network. A wonderful podcasting content over there. And uh, we'll be back again next week with another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. And we hope that we'll hear from you. Until then, um, stay balanced. Stay balanced. Stay <laughs> balanced.